Hello, and welcome to Episode 4 of Sweat Like a Mother. I'm your host, Brooke Benton, and today you and I have a power walking workout where we will cover more steps in 20 minutes than we have in any previous episode. Our subject matter is so important. We'll be talking about the four pillars that make healthy habits stick. This is the episode that you need, your sister needs, your cousin needs, your mama needs. Share this show, and we're going to make some changes happen over the course of 20 minutes. We'll begin the workout at a cadence of 128 steps per minute. That's a four-mile-an-hour pace for three and a half minutes. Then I'll ask you to accelerate all the way up to 154 steps per minute for five and a half minutes. That pace is a five mile an hour cadence. It's a 12 minute mile, so it's super brisk, but then I will bring you back down to 128 steps per minute, just as we started for the entire rest of today's walk and talk. Today's show is consequential. You will be changed by the end of this podcast. Grab your children, put them in the jogging stroller because it's good for them to witness mom doing hard things. Grab yourself a tall glass of water, lace up your walking sneakers, and let's get going. Feel the beat of this music and walk to it like this. Right, left, right, left. Match each step with the downbeat, and you'll be walking at 128 steps per minute. That's a four-mile-an-hour cadence. We're going to stay here for three and a half minutes, then we'll accelerate to almost a jog. You may even go to a true jog. How about we worry about that challenge when it comes, and right now, we worry about the subject matter on hand for today's show, and that is the four pillars that make any healthy habit stick. These pillars could change your life, rock your world. You need to listen up. As you walk, listen up. Pillar number one is knowing your value. We talked about values in episode number three, and I hope you've taken the week since then to really meditate on what is it that matters so much to you that you're willing to change. You're willing to make some changes in order to feel whole, to feel one, to feel at peace. It takes that kind of urgency to convince you to change. Your body doesn't want to change. With all due respect, you are as stubborn as an old goat. If you've ever owned a farm, you know goats don't do anything unless there is something in it for them. And we're going to get to a ward later on. But an old goat doesn't want to change. Your value has to be so important that it is worth the uncomfortable feeling of doing something new. It's going to be uncomfortable for a while. So have you figured out what those values are? I used to think I had a value of people-pleasing, but you know what? People-pleasing is not a value. People-pleasing actually does the opposite of what it says it will do because people are never pleased. They change their minds. They'll tell you what they want as if they're facts, but they're not facts because they're wishy-washy. They change. You'll feel like a doormat because you never can reach their expectations, but they don't even know what their expectations are. People-pleasing is a terrible predictor of worth because it convinces good people that they're never good enough. Good enough is never good enough. You'll feel used, abused, and hashtag me too. People-pleasing does not work, and it is not a value. A full 180 degrees from abominable people-pleasing is wellness. When you value wellness, you are no longer a piece of particle board that people can poke holes all over. When you value wellness, you exude an aura around you, an aura so bright, so fierce, so hot that nobody can break through it. You can't touch this. 
When we set that as our value, it is worth the effort of changing habits in order to serve that value because it makes you whole. It makes you feel good. It makes you at peace with yourself. I tell you this because it has to be our first pillar. When our first pillar is not a value, we are going to be wishy-washy with our goals. It's going to be a New Year's resolution or a diet that's here today, gone tomorrow because your habit changing feels like trying to get an old goat to change its ways. An old goat is stubborn and it doesn't want to change. It's going to take major incentive. Otherwise, might as well keep with the status quo. Might as well do nothing. That is why your efforts in the past have not materialized to long-term, lifelong success with wellness. Your goal wasn't important enough to break the inertia of the status quo. We got to break the inertia of right now. We're picking up our pace to a five mile an hour cadence, 154 steps per minute. You are booking it, mama. If you've got a stroller, that stroller's lit up on fire. If you're walking on your own, you may be able to do a fast power walk. You may have to go to a brisk jog. This is a really great segue into pillar number two, and that is anchoring your new habit to an existing habit. We were already on a power walk. It took no brain power for you to decide you were going to accelerate with me and continue with the podcast. Not a part of you thought, let me turn it off now because I'm donezo. You just naturally picked up the cadence because you were already sold. You were already in. You might as well go faster because I told you to. In that same way, pillar number two in making habits stick is anchoring the new habit to something easy. For instance, if your goal is to consume more fiber, you already know that you eat three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Maybe you're nursing a baby and you're eating a lot more than that, but let's speak for everybody, breakfast, lunch, dinner. So you tell yourself, at breakfast, at lunch, and at dinner, I'm going to eat one half cup of raw, unstarchy vegetables before I eat anything else. Or maybe when you eat something else, it doesn't matter to me when you do it. If your goal was to eat more non-starchy vegetables, your anchor could be when I eat breakfast, when I eat lunch, and when I eat dinner, that's when I will do it. It gives you an exact time when you're gonna get it done. When I eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or if your goal is to make your bed every day so that it's a gift to your future self to get into a nicely made bed and you sleep better, rest better, and you're a brighter person the next day. Well, your anchor could be as soon as your feet hit the ground when you get out of bed in the morning, you take two minutes and make your bed. Because without that anchor, if you were just like, I like to have a nicely made bed at night, I'll get it done sometime during the day. We get busy, that time never comes and you'll find yourself getting in crinkly sheets in an unmade bed. If you anchor it to that surefire habit of getting out of bed every morning, because you know that habit exists, everybody gets out of bed. You immediately make your bed, then every night you go to sleep, you got a well-made bed. We need to anchor these new habits that your body wants to resist like an old goat. Anchor it to something you're already doing. That way, you gently lead yourself into this new healthy habit. Let's go back to the old goat analogy. If you try to pull an old goat, or a young goat, or an any-aged goat, that goat will double down and do nothing. You have to get a goat to move by leading gently and it will follow. Sometimes it takes a gentle push and it'll go. But you try to pull that goat, it's going nowhere. Your body acts the same way. When you try to strong arm yourself to a diet, to a nutrition program, to a fitness program, to a meditation program, whatever it may be, and you just white knuckle yourself to do it, your body resists very, very hard. Gently guide yourself or gently give yourself a push kindly by anchoring it to something you're already doing.
I do recognize I keep talking about getting the body to change when proper nomenclature would be the brain, but the brain and the body are connected. And you know where you're getting your education from today, a life coach and exercise physiologist. I know the body. You want to get neuroscience? You go to people like Dr. Luana Marquez, experts in neuroscience. Don't just go to a rando podcast with somebody that's wearing a neuroscience hat and listen to them. Go to an actual doctor that studies neuroscience to get brain information. Learn about your amygdala. Learn about the lizard brain. I'm just going to talk about the body. And that body has been on a lot of diets and it's been on a lot of exercise programs that you're not doing anymore. So let's make this the last time you have to make a habit change because it's going to stick this time. We're not messing around and finding out. It's not going to be like Christmas morning. You're surprised to see what happens. It is going to work for you because we have a plan, Stan. We have a reason for doing whatever the action is that we want to do long term, and that is to serve the value. And then we have an anchor, which is a reminder because we're forgetful people. We have an anchor to something we're already doing that reminds us to do the action that's going to become habitual. There will be some habits that you don't already have an anchor in place. For instance, when you're going to get your workout done, you could have your clothes and your shoes sitting right next to your bed, but that's not a strong enough anchor to get you to put them on and go for exercise. People live in their exercise clothes these days. Just putting the clothes there, not enough incentive. You've probably done that in the past and it just hasn't resulted in you going and taking action. But an anchor, for instance, like what Lifetime installed during the pandemic, they required that if anybody's going to take a group fitness class, they've got a pre-registered register themselves for the class on an app and that is an anchor. Because Lifetime implemented this policy, they've seen greater growth in the group fitness program than they ever have in the history of the company, which is over 25 years old. Orange Theory Fitness does the same thing. You need to register yourself for the class and if you don't show up, you get fined. Money's a big motivator. So that's a good example of a way of building an anchor to something that wasn't already there. I'm going to get fined if I don't? Oh yeah, I'm going to make that an anchor. I'm going to get to class. Let's slow down our pace right here. 128 steps per minute right left right left Anchors exist because they are the path of least resistance. They make it easier to adapt to doing the new healthy habit. But your North Star always has to be that first pillar. You've got to remember that value, otherwise the anchor is moot. I reckon you've actually had anchors before, maybe for your New Year's resolution or for your diet, and that you never got to lifelong sustained wellness or well-being. The reason is you didn't have that first pillar of your value. You didn't focus your eyes clearly on what it is why you're doing this. You just had the anchor of, I bought a lot of non-starchy vegetables. They're in my house. They're going to go bad. I'm going to start eating these. And you anchored it to maybe each meal. You knew what you were going to do with it. But before long, you weren't doing it anymore. You still had the anchor, but you never had the first pillar, which has to be the value. Always go back to the value. And if your value is well-being, There are some actions that are going to come easier to serving that value than others. Remember, if it's well-being that's your value, you've got to embrace all the actions, all this, the eight dimensions of wellness, not just the ones that come easy to you. For me, physical fitness comes easy. I like to do it. I enjoy doing it. I like my body releasing endorphins, and I know that's going to happen. I almost get a high off of it and can't get enough of it, which is why I say in the past I was a little too gung-ho with always going fight or flight, always running 50 miles a week at a sub-seven-minute mile pace, and I ended up 
injured, and that injury sidelined me from running for now a year and a half. I'm just starting to get back into it, and I can do other physical fitness things, but what I'm saying is there is no resistance to doing physical activity because I already want to do it. For some of you, that same ease into the action pillar happens with making up your bed because you already keep a super clean house. You just weren't making your bed in the morning because you didn't think it mattered. But now that I've opened your eyes that that is part of being well and that your future self will sleep better in a bed if the covers are made, no problem. You'll start making your bed and you don't even have to think of that anchor of your feet hitting the floor in the morning as the anchor that helps you to know to make your bed right then and there. I still have to think of that anchor, otherwise the bed won't get made. I keep a very messy house, and to find me in this messy house, you just look for my shoe, shoe, sock, sock, shorts, sports bra, tank top, jacket, and then you'll find me naked somewhere. It is not easy for me to remember to make my bed unless I have that anchor. But the reason I have that anchor is because it goes back to my value of wellness. Making my bed is part of wellness. So if wellness is your value, it can't be wishy-washy that I'll do the things that come easy to me. For me, the fitness part, for you maybe making your bed because you already got a clean house. What about things like relational wellness? When you're around people that have different political views than you do, different religious views, and you're maybe used to being a people pleaser like I am, do you just sit there and feel uncomfortable? Or do you anchor in? When opposition breaks out, you excuse yourself from this table. You find a dark room, place one hand on your heart, the other hand on your belly, close your eyes and take three really deep breaths then go back into that table and sit down if you need to or walk away if you need to your anchor would be opposition broke out and I had trouble with this in order to honor my value of wellness my anchor is gonna be opposition broke out so I walk away and I go to my dark room and do my breaths you gotta have a plan with that anchor and that's going to lead us to action Anchors don't matter if action doesn't happen because of it. You have had anchors in the past, like I want to lose weight, and so I'm going to join a gym and I'm going to run five miles a day. And you did it for half of January. You had the anchor, you joined the gym, you were making reservations on the app, you made it to class most of the time, you ran five miles a day for the first three days, and then it was just a little bit too much, you decided you don't like running, we're not going to do that anymore, and so that anchor of your alarm going off telling you to go run just got ignored, and you threw away the anchor, and you never had the value. The value is why the anchor leads to action and why the action stays steady the rest of your life. You don't stop doing the action. It all has to go back to that first pillar of value. So I know I'm hitting you over the head with the value part, but it's because if that pillar isn't there first, none of the rest of these matter. They do not matter without value. This sounds really trite, but wellness, if wellness is your value, it takes more than one dimension of serving that value. You have to do all eight dimensions of wellness. You have to own all of those, live all of those in your life in order to feel at one with yourself, to feel whole, to feel good, to feel right. You've got to make all of your life about being well. So you've got anchors in place to serve all the dimensions of wellness. You've figured out what you need to do to make a path of least resistance. Then you have to do it. None of this matters if you're just creating a plan and you don't actually take action. Action's the hard part. Action's the part that for an old goat, it says, come this far, but not going to do it from here. You told me what I was going to do. You gently led me, but now I'm not doing it. You've heard the expression, there's no use crying over spilled milk. 
Well, have you ever taken a goat and put it on a stand to try to milk it? That goat's going to tap dance all over the stand. The milk's going to go everywhere, and you're going to want to cry. No use crying over spilled milk. You wanted the action of that goat getting on the stand, being still, so you could milk it. Well, you got to have an award in order to do that with the goat. That's where we're going next. But you are like that goat that you tell yourself to do some action. Eh, I think I'd rather tap dance and do something else instead. You got to be very firm with your anchor, and that anchor is inevitably tethered to the value, the why, the reason, the North Star, and that's how you get the action to happen. So a faux action would be like you want to sleep through the night restfully, you know that's going to serve wellness. So you've told yourself in the past, I'm going to sleep through the night and I'm going to anchor it by taking my phone and plugging it in in a different room of the house. And it worked for maybe a night or two or three or four. And then on night five, you remembered, I forgot to respond to an important email at work. I'm going to get up in the middle of the night and go respond to this email. So you're doing work when you should be sleeping that's negatively going to affect your work the next day and negatively affect your wellness, which is your North Star, your value, your reason. So things are all out of control by making that sacrifice. You need to remember it was not the important email you forgot to respond to that's going to affect your life. It's you denying that value. Your value is well-being, being whole, being one, being right with yourself. That email is going to have to wait. It's going to have to wait till tomorrow morning because you need to sleep through the night and be unwavering with that anchor and that action. Because if you do it once, you break it once, it's so easy to keep breaking it. And before long, that phone's plugged back in your room just like it used to be. And you're checking the phone every night. Not okay. That does not serve well-being. That is not you living your authentic life. I could give so many examples here because so many things affect your wellness. For me, it used to be alcohol. I was like, as long as I'm not drinking in the morning, I'm pretty much well. It makes me feel well. I like to drink. It makes me feel more social. And then I realized, no, I always feel like a fraud. Every single time I'm drinking, I feel like I'm throwing shade at something that's important to me. And that thing that's important to me is health and wellness. So when I stopped drinking, for good, for good, for good, for good, life got bright and so much better. I was aligned with my value. Now I don't need an anchor anymore. Initially, my anchor was loading the fridge with Topo Chico's and making mocktails that look great in wine glasses. So I'd still drink, I just didn't drink alcohol. Now I don't even have to think about it. It just comes easy. And your anchor is going to be most important in the very beginning, in the early stages. With time, it'll probably come to be. It's just second nature. You just do it without even having to think about it. The goat will eventually get on the stand and be willing to be milked because you offered an award and it knows that award's going to come. And so it gets to where that goat's going to get on the stand and be still probably every time. Otherwise, get a new goat. Segway back to you. You need to give yourself a reward so that that action is rooted in your brain and your body to stick. So we're going to go on now to award. How do you award yourself for doing actions that are moving you towards what you want to accomplish for your value? Awards are what help to make the action stick. So the action is done because it's anchored to something and you're reflecting on your value, but what reinforces it? An award. I love words of affirmation. It is my love language. I am a wordsmith, so nice, kind, beautiful words really resonate with me. And so if that is the case, I don't need to just receive it from other people. I need to give myself, the person who knows me better than anybody, the voice that talks to me all the time, I need to give that affirmation. So I audibly say to myself, after I do the hard thing, 
good job, and I pat myself on the back with one hand. Then I throw an imaginary high five. You might think it's cuckoo crazy, but it's not your award. It's my award, and I receive it. It works. It makes me feel so good to pat myself on the back, say good job, and throw myself an imaginary high five. I don't need money. I don't need new clothes. I don't need a trip to the day spa. I just need affirmation from the person who knows me better than anybody else in the world. That is me. By the pat on the back, the words good job, and the imaginary high five, I can reinforce some hard behavior. I can do some hard things when that person that lives with inside of me thinks I did something good and will tell me that. And that's also going hand in hand with the value of wellness. It's a value that has always been true to me. It's always been in there. And that is the same person that's saying good job. It all comes together. Maybe for you, words of affirmation do nothing. And for you, in order to motivate yourself to do something, you need a treat. You're gonna put the expensive bath bombs in your bathtub because you did the action that was hard for you to do. Or you're going to get a pedicure because you did the action that was uncomfortable and challenging and you did it anyways to serve that value. Give yourself an award that resonates with you and make it instantaneous after you do the action. Give yourself that award. Go get the pedicure right after you finish the workout. Get in your bubble bath with the good bath bomb right after you ate a vegan bowl when you really wanted McDonald's. Do it right away so that you reinforce that good behavior with an award. For the goat, you reinforce the behavior with banana peel, apples, carrots, garlic, hay, animal crackers. These are all things that goats like, and it will reinforce good behavior. It's how you get goats to change by these awards that you give it. Even though it's stubborn and doesn't want to change, it'll change for the right award. You do that, and that is how these pillars are set. Value, anchor, action, award. You cannot take down any of these pillars and have success here. Each one works in conjunction with the others, all going back to value, your North Star. That's how you change your life. That's how you make healthy habits stick once and for all. Our walk here is done in four, three, two, Dunzo. This was a major episode with major implications. It was a lot to shove into one podcast. Any one of these pillars could have been an episode in and of itself, but I wanted to put them all together in one show so that you have a very clear vision of what you've got to do to make healthy habits stick. I think I'm in good company of other women who've been former people pleasers. You've been avoidant to a fault. You've people pleased to your own demise, to where you hardly resemble the person you know you're supposed to be. And that person, honors and hones her values, serves them, feeds them, nourishes them so that you shine like the sunshine. You exude heat, radiance, warmth, and that's the beautiful thing that happens when you're true to your values and you are living your authentic self, anchoring, taking the action, and awarding yourself for honoring that value. Not everybody's going to like that. Let me tell you, not everybody's going to like you not being particle board with holes. You're not going to stop shining just because your light is glowing in everybody's eyes. They better get some Ray-Bans and a hat because you're going to keep shining until you go down and you're not going down yet. Who you were made to be is bright like the sun and you can't touch this. Say it with me, hammer style. You can't touch this. 
But that light's just not going to start glowing because you listen to this podcast. You're going to have to do the work. You know your value. You have that very clear in your mind now. Now you anchor it to an existing habit or you create your own anchor. Like in the chick song, Goodbye Earl. We need a break. Let's go out to the lake, Earl. Create an anchor like the chicks put on Earl when they sent his corpse to send into the bottom of the lake. Anchor your new habit like that. Now, to take action, you got to do the thing. You can't just wish and hope it to be. You use that anchor, and then you do it when you feel like it. You do it when you don't feel like it. You especially do it when you really, really, really don't feel like it. And then you award yourself. You know that old goat isn't going to do anything unless it knows there's a reward. You're not that different from an old goat. You learned a little bit of Amish farming today with all the goat references. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast, but more than that, I hope you implement it. Will you share it? This podcast is meant to inspire so many people to well-being. I hope it inspired you. Use your opportunity to share it with other people so that it will positively affect them too and we create universal change. This podcast isn't going to reach very far if it's just me and you. I'm not here to people please, but Apple Podcasts wants to people please. So please give a five-star review and a written review rating so that this podcast climbs up the rungs of the health and fitness, fitness-specific category and gets us out of rank 198th. Let's climb it on up. Next Friday, we'll be talking about some of my favorite nonfiction books. This Tuesday is National Book Lovers Day. And so feeding on that, I will give you some of my favorite nonfiction books. I know you're going to love it. It'll be lighter territory than what we've trekked today. Listen to this podcast again. Once wasn't enough. Maybe five times won't be enough. Listen to it over and over and over until you firmly know what you need to do to make those habits stick. I will see you in our next podcast. Share the episode.